Hello, and welcome to the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. I am your host, Amanda Roberts, wife, mother, and follower of Christ. I am a newbie homeschool mom and a serial business owner with a master's degree in social work and a passion for helping others organize their life. Buckle up for a ride into my day-to-day life where I'll be sharing all the things from faith to fitness, crushing goals to homeschooling, wellness to organizing, and everything in between. Hello, hello, hello. I am so glad you guys are back here for the fifth episode of the Passionate Gratitude Podcast. Today, I am hoping we have a nice, short, and sweet little message for you, Um, and it's going to be a little different from what I've been sharing thus far, but hopefully equally as uh, helpful for you. So I have been finding lately that I am getting a lot of questions about our homeschooling journey. Um, A lot of people are inquiring about the program we use, the curriculum we use, our methods and our styles. They're curious how the boys are liking it, if I'm keeping my sanity, (laughs) and if we're being honest, I think we can all guess that it's definitely not the easiest thing that I've ever done, Um, but it is most definitely one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. So it excites me to share this with you guys, and I'm really, really happy that people are interested in this, and um, so much so that I feel like if I share it here on a podcast that it will definitely add value um, to lots of people, and it will hopefully answer some questions that people have. Um, So first and foremost, um, the biggest thing that I definitely want to drive home to everybody is that homeschooling is not necessarily for everyone. Um, Just because you see a lot of people doing it right now, (laughs) and even a lot of people having success with it right now, doesn't mean that you should feel like you have to do it too. I think that's important because a lot of people will kind of sit back and be like, oh, well, you know, if Sally Sue can do it or Susie May or whatever, then surely I can do it. But I don't want anybody to get the impression that, you know, um, it's definitely something they should do just because so many other people are doing it right now. Because it isn't necessarily always the right fit for everybody and every family and every parent. And that's okay. Don't have any guilt about that. You know, don't have any um, reservations, you know, about that. I want you to definitely um, think about it and, and make sure that... And pray about it, right? And make sure that it is the best decision. Um, I'll be honest with you guys. I thought about being a homeschool mama forever. <laughs> um, ever since my, my boys were born. And the biggest reason is because I have sisters that homeschool. And so, um, you know, it's kind of been in my life. And it's been something that... Um, hasn't ever been off the radar for me. It's always been something kind of in the back of my mind. So it wasn't weird or odd for me to contemplate this when the year of COVID arrived and everyone's scrambling to make decisions of what's what's right for them, what's right for their family. Um, homeschooling was not a hard decision for me because it had been something that I thought about for a long time. Um, but full disclosure, I didn't think I was able to do it. Um, you know, I have businesses. I have two businesses that I run. 
um, on my own, you know, um, and I obviously am a very busy mom and, and busy person in general. And I knew I would have to make some sacrifices in my business in order to make the time to be a homeschool mom. I also thought about the fact that maybe it's not right for my boys, you know, um, maybe they need to be uh, in the social setting of school. Uh, maybe they need to be around peers. Maybe having their mom as a teacher <laughs> isn't the best idea. You know, all these things ran through my head and had run through my head for years and years, um, you know, as my boys were in school, in public school. But COVID definitely helped me make this decision. Uh, and it made it a heck of a lot easier because knowing that, you know, the social setting at school was going to be much different this year than it had ever been before. So I couldn't really use the social component as a reason not to homeschool anymore um, because obviously that is very different um, this year than it have, has ever been in the past. Um, but, you know, obviously things are different in our world for, for business owners as well. And, <clears throat> you know, I had already kind of cut back my clients because of COVID as well. So it just really kind of made sense in this season for us to give it a shot this year. But I just, I, I'm mentioning this because I want you, if you are someone that has been considering homeschooling, I want you to really, really pray about it and seek God about it. If you're not a Christian, um, you know, just really just meditate on it and just really um, make sure that you're not making the decision for a wrong reason. It is definitely something that you guys should think about really kind of long and hard um, and not just make a rash decision because maybe the school that you're in right now just isn't going well. You know, definitely think about it. Make pros and cons and, and really try to make a good decision because it is definitely something that needs to be thought out. Um, and so, like I said, I've thought about it for years and years, and it just made sense to start this year. I will say that even though every single day is a challenge, and this is definitely one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life, um, I really, at this point, don't see us going back to public school. And I'll never say never. I definitely will never say never. But um, it is definitely uh, going to be difficult to put them back in public school after um, this experience that we've been having because it has just been really, really phenomenal um, for lots of reasons. And if I get time, maybe I'll maybe I'll tack that on to the end of the podcast here. But what I really want to do is get into the meat of uh, what it looks like and how you can possibly get started if it is something that you are deciding to do. So number one, like I said, make sure you are definitely talking with your spouse, talking with your children if you find that to be appropriate, um, talking to other homeschool moms and making a good decision and, you know, obviously reaching out to God if that is applicable to you um, to make the choice that you feel is right for your family. And once you've made that decision and you know that the decision you're making is the homeschool route, um, then you can start making the other choices. So for us, the next the next choice, the next step in our decision making was deciding what curriculum and or homeschool co-op uh, or community group we wanted to be a part of. Um, I was very familiar with classical conversations. Both of my sisters have done classical conversations. So it is a homeschool like co-op group and it also has curriculum with it. So it was perfect. Um, we happen to absolutely adore classical conversations. Um, but again, it's not going to be something that everybody finds to be the best choice. 
And that's okay. There are lots of options out there. So start doing your research, do some Google searches, um, talk to other families, um, you know, maybe get into some homeschool groups online. Um, definitely just do your research because there's a lot of options out there. I was personally familiar with classical conversations, which helped me make that decision. And so we use a model that um, deals with memorization. So our, our foundational years, our younger kids, our elementary age kids, um, really start to do some memorizing of some pretty basic things, events in history, um, you know, math and reading and, uh, and, um, history and geography and all sorts of things, right? And it's all memory based. They even have Latin. Um, they do science, they do art, they do music, um, but it's all very memory based. And I really like that model. Um, then when they get older, they take what they learned um, in their memory bank and they apply it. And then they, they start to understand, okay, what does this mean? And they can explore it more. So they already are familiar with it. They already know the facts. But now, you know, when they're in their in their in their uh, high school years, they will then learn what all of it means, right? And they'll apply it to things in the world and and apply it to their lives. Um, so I really, really love that model. Whenever um, our oldest was going into kindergarten, we had actually considered doing a private school. And when we went to visit it, they used the uh, classical model of education, which is the memory work. And ever since then, I was so intrigued by it. And I just, I just knew that it was just such a good model. And so I knew that this would be a good fit for our family. Again, that's going to be different for everybody. So definitely Google and definitely explore and do your research and decide what curriculum is best suited for you. And maybe you don't even want to be part of a co-op group. Maybe you want to do it all on your own. I recommend a co-op if I'm just going to be completely honest with you. If you're taking my advice, my advice is to look for a co-op um, or definitely at least look for a homeschool group um, because being part of a community is huge, huge, huge in this realm. Um, very, very important. So your kids will still have the friends and the social interaction that they need. They might not be getting it every single day like they were in school, but they're at least getting it once a week. And a lot of times the homeschool co-ops will meet either more than once a week or there will be play dates. Um, also scattered throughout the week. So you're definitely, they're still definitely getting that social interaction. So they're not just at home with mom all day, you know? Um, but we also have our kids in sports and there's neighbors they play with. So they're definitely still getting that socialization piece because, you know, take it from me as a social worker, it is very important that your children get that social the socialization key uh, component, right? And so finding a way to make sure that they're still getting that is really important. So I definitely recommend a co-op group if that's not an option. Um, definitely just try and hook up with some other uh, homeschool moms in your area. Uh, research that as well. Try and hook up with someone in that way. Um, and then also make sure you're still working on play dates, guys. You know, your kids need to be around other children too. And it's a great learning experience. So that's that's the second component. Um and then you also want to make sure that you are getting the appropriate curriculum. So if you're doing a homeschool co-op, um, there is likely a curriculum with it. You know, there's a couple different options. Um, you might want to add some curriculum. You might want to not add curriculum. You know, that's totally up to you. Um, you can maybe reach out to a homeschool evaluator. Um, those are the people that will look over your material at the end of the year to kind of approve, you know, what you did uh, throughout that school year um, and to make sure that your, your kiddos are learning all they need to know, right? Um, 
So you might want to hook up with someone that ahead of time, someone like that ahead of time, um, just to make sure that you have a good idea of what all they should be doing. So along with our curriculum in our co-op, I also have an additional math book that I use. I particularly use um, Horizons. I know lots of people use Saxton and some other things as well. Um, I also use a spelling curriculum and I use a reading and writing curriculum as well. Um, so they have those four books that we do in addition to their homeschool uh, co-op uh, curriculum that they have. So again, deciding, you know, what, what's right for your kid? What age are they? What should they, what else should they be doing? Should we be adding some more curriculum here? That's also something that can be searchable, but I would also love to help you um, find those resources if you're listening to this and you kind of have a couple more questions or a couple more things that you're wondering about, make sure you reach out to me. Um, I would love to help you beyond that as far as what curriculum to use. Um, so once you've made all those decisions, and this is probably one of the uh, biggest components in my opinion, <laughs> because I'm all about consistency and, you know, being a business owner and being someone who's self-employed and um, who has, you know, kind of uh, entered into this life organizing business that I do. It is really, 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 really important, you guys, to come up with a schedule and to stick with the schedule. Really, really important. Okay. So now that we are several months into this, I have found that we do not have to visit our schedule every single day. Our schedule is also flexible now, but it is really important that in the beginning you establish a schedule because it is going to help your kids, um, you know, understand that this is still school, right? We're still in school. We still need to make sure that we are taking it seriously. And so coming up with a schedule, even, even down to the nitty gritty of their chores they do around the house or what free time they're going to have or, you know, what, what time they're going to be able to watch TV if, if you know, if that's something that they're going to do. Um, write it all out. Write it all out and come up with a schedule and stick to it for at least a month or two when you're getting started so that you've established that foundation and so they understand you know that you mean business and that we are here to learn and it's not all fun and games you can make it fun and you can make it games but that's not what it's all about they need to understand that you know we are here and we are in school and it is important that we follow this schedule i also want to um make sure that if you guys have any uh, sort of, you know, behavior things that you want to think about, or um, maybe some reinforcement tactics or certain things like that. I also um, kind of put that into place when we started. So uh, one thing that we did was I started a token system. So <laughs> this is a positive reinforcement thing too, guys. Um, so what I did was I... Um, have like this little pouch and I went and got some poker chips and when I see them doing good work and they're focused and they're working really good and um, or they're getting a lot more done than I expected I will put a couple tokens in their bag and then when they get to 20 or they get to 30 or you know of course this can be kind of tailored to your family and what makes sense um, when they get to a certain number then they get rewarded so so far this year we were able to um, take them on a special little outing um, that I know they really appreciated and had a good time. And right now they are working towards another trip down to see their cousins. And so, you know, they're getting reinforcement that way. And 
I am giving them tokens when I see that they've done a good job or when I've set an expectation and they followed through with it. So definitely thinking about some positive reinforcement to definitely keep behavior, um, you know, on the right course is really important also. Something else I did, I'm, I'm someone that likes a little bit of positive reinforcement and a little bit of, you know, negative reinforcement too. I, I think that there's a place for both as far as I'm concerned. Um, but that's not the case for everybody and that's totally fine. Um, but something that I do is when, when we printed out our schedule, um, I laminated it and everything. Of course, that's my organizing type A personality. You don't have to get that in depth if you don't want to. But again, if that is something that you want, I am more happy and able to assist you with that through my life organizing business and help you create a schedule um, and, you know, a routine that works for you and your family. And I'll even do everything I do as far as laminating it and mailing it out to you. So I'd be more than happy to help you with that. But uh, furthermore, um, when I did that schedule and we laminated it, I have some dry erase markers that uh, just for a little bit of the negative reinforcement is, um, you know, if they were working on a task and even if it was their chores or, you know, getting ready for the day or whatever, if I had to, you know, keep asking over and over again for them to get back on, on track and get back on task, um, then uh, after three warnings, they would get an X next to um, that portion of their schedule. And in that moment, then, um, you know, once they got to a certain amount of X's, then they would lose a privilege. Um, so my children do watch TV every day. Um, that's not something that every family does, and that's totally fine. Um, but they do get, uh, you know, time to watch some TV every day in the evening. So um, that is something that is a privilege and that is something that we will take away from if they do not earn it. So that is something that we did. Um, we would do the X system on their schedules and if they got so many, then they got minutes off of their TV time. Again, this isn't going to be something that is universal across the board for everybody, but what I do hope that you uh, recognize and understand is that it is important when creating a schedule and a routine and setting guidelines and expectations um, in the world of, of homeschooling, um, you know, that you have some reinforcements in place to uh, kind of aid you in that, right? and kind of help you um, keep them on task, keep them motivated to get their work done, keep them motivated to want to do well so that they have reasons to do that. Because you know what, guys, they're kids and they need that. And they're doing that in public school, you know, so there's nothing wrong with um, implementing that in homeschool as well. If that feel if you guys feel like that is something that is um, right for your family. So that's another thing we've done, guys, and it has been really helpful. And like I said, we don't even have to use our schedule as much anymore because we've really gotten into a routine. It's kind of nice getting into that routine because then we are able to decide, um, you know, to switch things up. And that's kind of nice, you know, um, to be able to have that kind of freedom to be like, well, we're going to do double up on this today and not do that this day or, you know, and kind of just have that freedom. Um, so that's all fine and good. But like I said, try and keep to a schedule in the beginning to set that expectation. So anyway, guys, I hope this has been helpful and I just cannot talk enough about how much we have enjoyed homeschooling and, you know, I keep checking in with my kids and I think that's important too. And that's why I say never say never because I do keep checking in with my kids and making sure they're on the same page as me as far as their enjoyment for um, this experience and so far so good, you know, um, but it has just been a really nice journey for us, and I just think um, that it is a, a wonderful fit for our family right now. 
But I definitely think that implementing some of these things and and really thinking through it all has has been a, a good approach. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. And um, if you guys decide that it is something that is right for you and your family, I would love, like I said, to talk to you um, in any way that, you know, any any way you want to get a hold of me. And, um, you know, we can kind of go from there. But I would love to assist you in it. And um, I just can't say enough about how much of a blessing it has been. My favorite thing about homeschooling so far has been the time freedom that it has provided. We are able to travel more and spend more time as a family and with those that we love. And that has just been invaluable to us. And um, that is not something I really expected to have, but the time freedom has just been a really beautiful thing. And so I just encourage you that if it's something you're thinking of and if, if it's your family, to definitely pray about it and definitely um, think it through. And if, like I said, you had any have any additional questions or want any um, extra advice, I am here for you. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And I really hope you subscribe. I really hope you leave a review. And most importantly, I really hope you have a blessed day. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you subscribe and share with your friends. And don't forget to tag me on social media when you do. Always remember, lead your life with passionate gratitude. God bless. Until next time.